0: And welcome, everybody, to Monday morning. I hope everybody is, I know, I know, calm down. It's Monday morning, and I should be a little bit lower key than that. But that's just not who I am. And it's Monday morning. I hope everybody's having a great morning here in Seattle and hereabouts. Uh, Benny, how are you today, sir? Doing awesome. The summer's winding up there, uh, Kevin. So we did a little lake day yesterday. You know, we had basically all day. It was fantastic. haven't done that in a long time. Got a little bit of sun. We love that. And uh, the kids start school this week, too. Sixth grade for my boys. So I want to wish them uh, good luck this week.
1: Oh, yeah. my goodness gracious. <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> my kids are in their 30s. It's been so long yeah. since I've had to worry about school. <laughs> but uh, now, you, now I can see you. You don't look terribly sunburned because was... No, no. I learned from the last time I was out there to uh, apply and reapply. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter how much I apply it; doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> stick, and it's I end up looking like a little lobster. All good, okay, like a big lobster. <laughs> I like lobsters. So, yeah, <laughs> we got a great guest today, and we've got a uh, a wonderful opportunity to talk to somebody who has been through the wars, as it were. And a lot of us have been through the wars, but uh, she has, and she came out the other side, and has been uh, has become an intuitive life coach. She's a best selling author. And she's a speaker, and she's going to be at Behind the Power, uh, which is being held October 19th to the 21st of this year. And it's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I hope that you can go there. And uh, Audra Zimple is here with us today. Audra, and I actually said it correctly, Benny. I'm so proud of myself. I am so proud of you, sir.
2: You did you did. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here with you and Benny. I've been looking forward to it.
0: Uh, not as much as I have because <laughs> you you are a very special young lady and you've worked very hard to get through some of the obstacles in life which sadly include a uh, suicide of a parent at a young age amongst other things. And so we're going to get into all of that and, and how you're today, able to help people get through the guck, as it were, to live life better and to become who they really were meant to be. And that's that's really what we want to talk about. But first, I want to mention again, um, Behind the Power, you're a best-selling author. You've been in two books, which are Behind the Power 1 and 2. Is that what you call them?
2: Yes, yes. Well, they um, they do have other titles, too, but that's what I call them because I tie them so closely with the event because they're all connected with really becoming, just like you said, who we're meant to be.
0: Why is it, do you think, that we have so much problem understanding, first of all, who we are meant to be and then following through and acting on it?
2: You know, I think in today's world, we live so much from our head and we're thinking 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 and a lot of times look for many of us looking for external validation external approval that we forget to drop into our hearts and i believe when we drop into our hearts that's when we remember who we really are and have a direct line to the divine
0: why is it that we think other people's opinion of us is better than our own opinion of us
2: isn't it crazy? Uh, I think if I found personally and with many of my clients, you know, and as Allison says, when we're Allison Roberts, the founder of Behind the Power, when we're little kids and things happen that we don't understand, we make up stories to try to make sense of it. And so, for example, with me, as you mentioned, I lost my dad uh, to suicide. I was age seven. And in that moment, Sadly, um, for me, I, the whole thing was devastating, of course. And in my little seven-year-old mind, I made up that, oh, I'm not good enough. I didn't do enough. And so I began to try to prove that I was enough or hide that I wasn't enough and try to be good enough. And that led to all kinds of external, you know, looking for external validation.
0: I got to ask you this. Now, when you were when you were 7 years old and you lost your dad, did anybody did anybody think to ask you or to tell you um Audrey it wasn't your fault. You had nothing to do with it. Did anyone sit you down and have that conversation because you know so many people don't they don't think about the con- the the long-term consequences of something so cataclysmic as that.
2: Right. Well, you know as I say in my speech that I'll be giving, it's astonishing to me that none of us, I have two older brothers, none of us and my mom, you know, none of us received counseling. None of us got any therapy for that. And I don't blame anyone because it just wasn't as encouraged back then. But I don't To answer your question specifically, I don't remember anyone saying that to me. I don't know for sure that someone, you know, someone may have, and I didn't take it in because I was so committed to the internal narrative that I'm not enough and this is all my fault. I may have just latched onto it, but I don't know for sure. I don't have a recollection of someone saying this wasn't your fault.
0: My um, brother-in-law committed suicide when he was in his early 40s and my son took it hard because and and nobody stopped to say to him you had nothing to do with this Uh, bruce loved you very much and we're sorry uh that that he went but but nobody thought to do that and if there's a lesson here that i would like to pass on to anybody who's listening today and that is when there is a um a catastrophe that happens in your life when something like that happens and you have the opportunity to talk to especially younger kids about th- what happened, um, be open, honest, transparent, and be truthful, and make sure that they know that it wasn't their fault, that they had nothing to do with it. Because that, that seems like that might head off a lot of stuff that happens over life, Am I, is, is what do you think?
2: Yes, yes, I agree with you 100%, I really do. Uh, and that being said, I think it's it, it is interesting how our minds work, though, because sometimes even when someone says that, and this is as adults too, someone can tell us that, and we still don't believe it. Isn't that interesting?
0: It's 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 crazy because our first response would be, "No, you're just saying that to be nice." Exactly rather than that then take it to heart and this is this is true so it's right. it's really is and i i don't know why we're wired that way and perhaps uh um you and allison and working together have kind of come up with why are we wired that way
2: yeah it is just you know i think that a lot of times we're just looking for safety we feel unsafe especially in those situations and so for me like i and i think a lot of people you almost think okay no it is my fault because at least that way i can work really hard to never have it happen again do you see what i mean so then i thought oh okay i'll people please for the rest of my life and no one else will ever feel bad or heaven forbid take their life that's a lot of a lot of heavy responsibility that's a lot
0: of pressure for a seven-year-old child
2: Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And, you know, and then it it, it, that started the people pleasing in a huge way. And so people and this is the thing that I would love to really get across that the people that are smiling all the time and are always there to help you please don't assume they're fine. Cause everyone thought I was fine. There are people that may, you know, know me from back in my hometown and hear this and have no idea what I went through because, or have no idea how I was feeling. Cause I did such a good job of putting on the mask of being okay.
0: And I, you know, I, I want to bring Benny in here because he is a, he's a communicator. He works, um, and obviously with a radio station and stuff, and it's got a couple of kids too. And, uh, and I've been, I'd like your thoughts on, on if something that cataclysmic were to happen to your guys, um, would you, would you sit them down and talk to them about it? Like they were. In a real way to try and understand what was going through their mind and what stories they were telling themselves. Yeah, I think you have to approach that. I mean, there's it's how you approach it is is situational. Um, but I definitely would bring yeah. something up to that nature, sure. As as long as it's like age appropriate. Well, yes, that's uh, what I'm. That's what I'm referring to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I remember that my mother was very. She didn't want us to hear about it from someone else obviously so she was she was truthful mm-hmm. um and she said he was ill which he really was but she told us you know what happened mm-hmm. and i uh yeah i can't imagine my heart goes out to her having to tell her kids that
0: correct that's yeah. yeah that 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 would be re- that would be really hard um but it it's a necessary conversation because do you find, uh, Audra, that this becomes generational?
2: Oh, well, you mean the depression and, and that, that type yes, of... Yes. And- Absolutely. Yeah. It, and um, and I found that out. And I think I honestly was depressed um, at a, a young age, but we didn't really realize it. But then in college, it became, became undeniable for me. Uh, and that's the first time that I had therapy and that saved me um but it wasn't till later in california when i was It's and this is another thing i touched on in the speech that i'll be giving is that you know the people pleasing when you don't get a hold of it it's just there and you don't even realize it's affecting all these decisions for example for my career path i wanted to be an actress which i thoroughly enjoy acting and so much of it genuinely was an authentic pursuit for me but mostly it was to gain approval isn't that crazy just the things we do
0: well you know they 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 say whoever they are Mm -hmm. that a lot of actors a lot of comedians comedians especially they're funny because they had they're hiding something from themselves from other people and what better way to make people laugh than if you're hurting inside right? lots of people like freddie prince comes to mind
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah so much pain so much pain behind the smile that they're and they and i think also when you are when you know that much pain it really is especially gratifying to help someone else feel better because you don't want anyone else to feel that depth of pain
0: now when you say people pleasing how did that present itself to you
2: uh, well, it's sort of like never being your authentic self. And, and I want to make a, an important clarification because I love people. I love making people happy. I mean, I love connecting with people, fills me with joy. That's all genuine. But, but I had a hard time telling the difference between that part of me and the part that was hiding to feel safe and to get approval. Because as long as everyone was happy with me and everyone was happy in general around me, I felt safe. And that was from, you know, my seven year old. So when I was stressed, especially my seven year old would be running the show. (laughs) So the people, pleasing. (laughs) can you imagine your life with your seven year old running it? Uh, And that went on for decades, honestly. But so, so I guess what I want to say is there's, there's the two different things, because I remember getting a little defensive when someone first mentioned to me, you know, you might be people pleasing, meaning that I took it like, oh, my gosh, they think I'm not a nice person. And then, like, it's all an act. It's all fake. And then I had to get very real with myself and think, well, if I really think about it, if I'm hiding certain opinions that I have and not being completely honest about, I mean, even the silliest things, like someone says, where do you want to go for dinner? And I just go along with what they want, even though I hate enchiladas or whatever it might be, you know, that um, I'm not being genuine with them how can you connect with someone that you're not being genuine with and so and so really that was a type of controlling behavior and it took me a a little bit to really look at that and go wow and the only way that i was really able to look at that is to have compassion for myself to not judge myself for that because i had to have compassion for why i developed that habit in the first place i felt unsafe
0: that all by itself is a lifelong pursuit of, of not judging yourself and accepting yourself who you are because none of us, we're not trained that way. We're we're trained to look at external sources and, and say, and we want their approval, which is why we go on that crash diet or we do what we do to be happy or to make for us to make them happy. And by, 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 that example then we are happy is that is that kind of right yes,
2: yes. and then that and then you that might make you happy for like two minutes and then it doesn't feel like a genuine happiness because it's not authentically you you're doing it to please someone else and when you do that you're sending yourself the message that you're not enough your opinion's not enough how you want to live your life is not good enough. And so when we turn inward and that's what I like to do with my intuitive coaching, just really helping people tap in and think, okay, what is authentically me? Is this life that I've created was this in response to trying to get approval? And and if so, from from who? And it's not that you have to throw your whole life out or anything like that, but to just really choose your own life. It's your choice and not doing it because you think I have to or else I'll lose these people in my life because they have to approve of me. And what's so beautiful is when you when you really go down this path and start to become more and more of your full authentic self, the people that stick around, they love you even more because they're it's you. It's the real you and they can really connect with you.
0: And they can feel it. They can feel that it's really you. Oh,
2: they can totally feel the difference. I'm so grateful that my husband, because even when I was in the midst of all the people-pleasing, I met him, and we had this connection where he could tell when I was doing the good girl people-pleasing. He's like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Don't you hate people like that? They call you out on your own stuff.
2: (laughs) Yes, and I love it, and I love it, because, yeah, he, he was... Just a tremendous, beautiful light that came in my life and could see my true heart and not the mask that I was presenting most of the time.
0: That takes an incredibly intuitive guy all by himself.
2: Absolutely. He's highly, highly intuitive.
0: That, that's good. Let's talk about your coaching a little bit because you are, you work with, you worked with, um, and still work with Allison. She's still yes. your coach.
2: Yes, absolutely. And-
0: But you have your own uh, uh, practice, a a life practice and an intuitive life practice. How does your intuition show up for you in your practice?
2: The way my intuitive gift works is because I have, um, you know, a health and wellness background and coaching background. And so some of the things that I do with my clients are what you might expect, you know, just um, different things with accountability and personal growth and development. And. There's also this other aspect that comes in when we're coaching, I do most of my coaching online through zoom calls. So I have people all over the country, but what happens is something will come up and I'll say it. And even I'm like, wow, that was really good. And I can't take any credit for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It just kind of shows up.
2: Yes. And it's, and it's oftentimes exactly what they need or an angle that they hadn't thought of before. And, You know, it just comes through and it's uh, it's it's such a privilege to be a part of it. But that's something that I can tell is from it was developed from when I was a little girl, because when I did lose my dad, I spent a lot of time by myself in my room I have brothers who are as I mentioned who are fantastic but they're quite a bit older so we didn't really hang out a lot when you know when I was little they were off doing their own things so I would be in my bedroom you know and I remember I had my children's Bible I would read and you know I'd I'd talk to my stuffed animals and all this stuff and I remember just accidentally teaching myself to meditate which i didn't know what i was doing um but then i started to become aware of this beautiful divine connection and it feels exactly the same in my sessions if that makes sense
0: it well actually it makes it makes perfect sense because way back in 2003 when i started this i had no idea what i was doing Yeah, and benny will tell you i had no earthly idea what i was doing but over time i got better and better and one of my, uh, uh, oh, he's nodding his head. That's, that's awfully nice of him. Uh, seriously, Kevin, seriously. Of course, he's gotten better. <laughs> We've all gotten better. <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's true. But one of my associates said to me one time, she said, you know, when you're interviewing somebody, I will think of a question that I want you to ask them. And then suddenly you'll ask that question Because, and I don't know where that comes from, it just shows up as a a question that somebody in the audience wants to hear the answer to this, And and so that's one of the, they say I'm a good interviewer and I ask great questions, but those questions, most of them are not mine.
2: Right, exactly, that's fantastic.
0: And so the same thing happens to you when you're coaching is that something will come out of your mouth and you have no earthly idea where it came from, but it's really, really good.
2: Yes, 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 it is. And it's so it's so beautiful because the the shifts that I see in my clients, it's just like we were talking about earlier. So often in our world today, we're caught up in our heads and we forget to drop in our hearts and they have all this wisdom in their hearts. And so it's just a privilege to watch them tap into that.
0: How do you get out of your head and into your heart?
2: Hmm. Well, there's a handful of ways that I really love, but one of my, my favorite ways that I always share with all my clients came from Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. Are you familiar with that?
0: I haven't, not, not yet. I will be.
2: Oh, I think you would love it. It's, um, it's a beautiful book. I first read it when I was 25, and it's, um, it's kind of a, a, a self-paced course for artists to get unblocked but really we're all artists so you don't have to be you know the like a painter or or whatever it's all of us are creative so anyone can use the book but so Two of her top tools that she uses are the Morning Pages, that's the one I'm going to tell you about, and then the other one is the Artist Date, where you just take yourself out on a date (laughs) to go do something fun. I love that one too. But the one that I consistently do to this day is the Morning Pages, and it's three pages of just stream of consciousness writing just whatever. You just keep your your pen moving. And it has to be on paper. If you do it on a computer, it doesn't work as well. But you just get all of this stuff out. And, And I love what she says. The first, you know, the first few pages can be just wiping the it's like windshield wipers on your mind to get all the gunk out like i can't believe i keep forgetting to go to the cleaners when am i going to get new toothpaste i mean silly things that just stay in the top of your head so that way you get past that and then the stuff that's down deeper has a chance to come out because we're so busy in our lives we don't tune into that a lot and it's it's fantastic because you'll discover things like i didn't even know that was bothering me and you'll start to realize for example there's a conversation you need to have with someone close to you and you weren't even aware of it and the reason that you're now aware of it is you tapped into your heart instead of being all in your head
0: Now i gotta ask you this because the one thing that i will do from time to time is because i type better than i write i've got a hand issue and i the never mind but uh so but what i do is i try and clear my mind and then ask for one word and then i get that word and i type it and then i ask for another word and i get that word and i type it and so i'm concentrating on the present word that i'm typing not on what i'm saying and then i read what i'm saying later and somehow it all makes sense i don't know how that happens
2: oh i love that that's so cool yeah i think it's a similar thing that's really cool
0: it it is because because it it's easy to think of one word,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then you think of that word and and if you ask your guides or you ask either your angels or whoever you believe is out there helping you, and by the way, there's always somebody that's out there helping you. Yes, um, that's that's a fact. That's that's not even undeniable. I agree. And even though some people will say no, that's not you know I'm alone. And I I wanted to ask you go go back to when you were when you were depressed and when you were in college what was that like for you what did that how did that present itself
2: oh gosh it was right it was after i graduated from college and i was trying to decide i mean i'm sure it started before then but it peaked when i was accepted to law school i got a scholarship and i actually was just like i i can't do this i don't want to go to to law school and my two brothers are attorneys and i was just feeling all this pressure and so you can imagine me being the people pleaser my whole life i got the idea that i wanted to be an actor so i went to my mom eventually and said i don't want to go to law school i want to be an actor but before that point um i was so depressed that um i couldn't i couldn't stop crying i i just remember You know i was living back with my parents after i graduated and i was just rocking back and forth on my bed you know in my bedroom and just couldn't i couldn't make a decision i just couldn't function and i finally had to tell my mom look i I think i need help and that terrified her because of what happened to my dad and i'm sure being in that people-pleasing mode i knew that would be hard for her and that's why i waited so long uh, to say something to to reach out um, but but to her credit you know she said okay okay well uh, and we we found someone and I and everyone's story is different for me medication and therapy made all the difference in the world and I got back on track for a good while
0: you know by the way that was a question that I just, the question I just asked you yes. did not come from me
2: See? Yes. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yes, that
0: that came from somebody in the audience who wanted to know how your depression presented itself because they're feeling depressed and they wanted to know how it was affecting you, they know how it's affecting them. So, so wow. I just wanted to put that out there.
2: Well, I hope that helps that person and anyone else dealing with that because I just that it just breaks my heart that there's still so much stigma around mental health. And I, I just just reach out, get help, get help, because you don't have to live like that. I didn't have to live like that as long as I did.
0: You know what's interesting about that is there are people that will look at you. Uh, let me take an inventory. Uh, you're a very pretty woman. Um, you're very bright. You're very intelligent. You were accepted to law school. You were an actress. You've got a, a wonderful husband and a couple of kids. And they would say to you, what could possibly be wrong with her she's got everything going for her without looking at at the internal uh workings on that's going on with you so um it can happen to anybody and it doesn't matter what you look like
2: absolutely it can happen to anybody um thank you for your kind words i uh i was just living in this little box of not even i think a lot of us that deal with have dealt with depression will will find this familiar. You feel like you're living in this little box of you've created a box of safety and it keeps getting smaller and smaller until it starts pushing down and you can't, you can't live like that anymore. And um, for me it was a chemical imbalance. And you know, you can't see that from the outside. And you certainly can't see it when when I was, you couldn't see it when I was smiling all the time and, you know, volunteering to be there to help others.
0: Because you were hiding behind that—that that was yes. your—that was your way of of hiding.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And over time, you no longer do that. Now, when we come back from this break, I want to continue talking about this because it's an important topic. But I also want to touch on behind the power. And uh, um, Allison Roberts and what she is doing and and stuff, because I think it's it really is important. And it's uh, something that everybody can, should um, hear about. So uh, stay right where you are. And I'm going to take a, this just a couple of moments. So everybody stay right where you are and you're going to hear a commercial or a couple of them from Alice about Allison Roberts. Pay attention and we'll be right back.
1: Do you believe in the combination of brain work and spirituality? Her grace and sense of humor have made Allison Roberts highly sought after. She's a cognitive behavioral expert with natural intuition. Allison has guided thousands of people all over the world to find their internal power. Visit dot com for your free guided meditation today. When you want to say more than words communicate you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is a connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Now through New Year's Eve, here's your exclusive bonus for being our appreciated listener. Type in promo code positive talk radio at checkout to receive $20 off your order, our gift to you for being here with us today. a
0: Have you ever said, how did I do this again? Want to create your own powerful life? Well, Allison Roberts can help resolve the issues that keep repeating by creating a new outcome. She is one of the top 100 coaches in the world and will help you achieve your dreams. Email her at allison at AllisonRoberts.com or visit AllisonRoberts.com and receive a free guided meditation and discover all of her ongoing programs and events. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio right here on KKNW, 1150 AM. It is Monday morning. I hope everybody's having a grand Monday morning. And I know, I know it's Monday morning, but still. I uh, hope everybody's having a good time. And and by the way, Positive Talk Radio, if you're just tuning in and you've never listened to this broadcast before, I used to do this 100 million years ago, and now I've been back for the last year or so, and it's great fun. We do a show on Monday at 9, Wednesday at 4, and Friday at noon. And in fact, on the 9th of September, Alison Roberts herself is going to be here for the hour. So I hope that you will hang with us and come and enjoy yourselves. And we have a good time. So we're talking with Audra Zimple. And if you want to find out more about Audra, you can go to Audra Zimple, Z-I-P, excuse me, z i m p e l dot com, And you can get all the information you need about her and, and figure out how to work with her. She does zoom calls all over the world and she can help you. And, uh, especially if you're feeling a little down, a little depressed. I don't know why you would in August in, when it's going to be 85 degrees and it's a beautiful day outside, but still it happens. Um, and, and it happened to you, and you were able to get through it and get out of it. How did you do that?
2: Well, I had the great fortune to meet some incredible teachers along my way. I had some great therapists and a few great coaches, including Allison Roberts, who we'll talk about more, of course. And, you know, I think for me, the biggest thing, though, was, as we were talking earlier, my divine connection, my connection to God that I I never lost, and that helped me tap into my authentic self. Uh, And so I think that, you know, I think that one of the things that we forget is that that never leaves us. Like you were just saying earlier, we're always guided. We're always guided.
0: You know, I have to, I have to ask you because, and it just struck, just just, again, just struck me, is that you um, use the term divine. um, You use the term God, you use, and they're kind of interchangeable. Um, Where did your connection, because a lot of people have lost their direct connection they think that they can pray and that they can talk to god but god or the universe or the divine never talks back um i find that to be really a weird con really weird concept because it's not true um but in your opinion why and you know Benny has been you know with W for a long time which is alternative talk and I know that there are lots of shows to talk about this very topic and uh um so it's important for us to talk a little bit about that but but Benny what do you what do you think I don't know even there wasn't even a question there wasn't even a
1: question <laughs> although
0: you'd look great for 100 million years ago so if that's when you first started the show you look great now yeah well i'm i'm petrified now that's a, that's the difference so 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 your question i don't have one okay. I don't, you, right, do, okay. you just look like you wanted to get involved so i thought i would just uh <laughs> include you i thank I, you i, I appreciate know. that <laughs> uh, but but so when did you decide or when did you develop your connection and then i'll tell you my story
2: Okay, great well um as i was saying just when i was little i i spent a lot of time alone and taught myself to meditate and i just and just you know i grew up christian and i always felt a very strong connection to jesus i still do uh i think you know it's really interesting because i i totally agree with you that there are people that um that pray and they feel like they don't hear god back and i'm sure there are several different scenarios but one that i've come across a lot of times is if they're placing so much importance about being a good christian and going to church and and praying and and i go to church we went yesterday but but not realizing that they don't have to go there to hear god they can sit out in nature and and get really quiet and and it may be a knowing that comes to them. It may be um, someone reaches out to them and sends them a text that that so many different ways that I feel like the divine communicates with us. And I think sometimes, again, I think I have a big theme here going, right? Um, When we spend too much time living from our heads and not you know, really connecting and dropping into our hearts. We miss out on so much and so much support and guidance and love is right there for us. And I don't want anyone to feel shame if they're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I, I this that's what I've been doing. Well, we've been trained to do it that way. Of course, that's probably what a lot of people have been doing, but that's, you don't have to do it anymore.
0: It's interesting because a lot of people believe or think that... Uh, the divine or God is a higher being and it has no interest in little old me. What in the world would he care about little old me for? I'm just a little human down here and he's God after all. That's just not true.
2: I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I believe we're his consciousness. So, of course, he, he cares.
0: Absolutely. And he is uh, living through our experiences. And uh,
2: Yes, yes.
0: That's a big part of why we are all here. And, and and we also, in my humble opinion, tell me if you agree with this, We come we come here with a contract. We come here with an idea of who we want to be, of the type of individual that we choose to be or that we chose to be when we came here. And then life happened. Mm-hmm. And weird stuff happened. And, and, and. Uh, there's there's sickness and death and, and anger and division and fear and all of those things. And they tend to get in the way of who we really are, who we really choose to be. And so we end up just kind of getting into our little box and staying there because it's we feel it's safe there.
2: Yes, I, I, I do believe we're all here for a purpose. And I believe that us because we do have free will my my opinion is that god gave us free will so you know and, and thank goodness he did because otherwise we'd be robots right but this way people mess up people make mistakes and that affects our paths you know if someone else makes a mistake we make a mistake it affects other people's paths but the beautiful part for me is that god can use all of it for good ultimately which is hard to understand sometimes in the midst of things but i know for a fact that god is i don't think god wanted me to go through what i went through but i know that he's using it for good now
0: well i would submit to you young lady that had you not gone through what you went through that you would not be the person that you are today and you, and you would not be able to help the people that you can help you know one of my one of my favorite things in the whole world is when you have somebody after a football game, and they win, and the sideline reporter comes over and interviews them, and and they say, "Thank God, God gave me this gift." Well, you know what about the other team that was that they that just lost? They're saying, "Oh, God didn't give me that gift." But you know, so so why would God care about who wins a football game? What God wants, I believe, or the universe wants, is for us all to be happy, to live our life completely and fully as experientially as possible hey i actually said that word correctly but and and to make and to make it really a fun existence for us and that's why we have free will
2: yes yes and i i feel like it just makes him so happy when he realizes that we're all we're all connected every single one of us
1: you know
0: oh absolutely absolutely i i came across this saying in when i was beginning to do some research and because i grew up lutheran mm-hmm. missouri senate lutheran and that is a very conservative uh, lutheran uh, denomination and so meditation was evil and uh talking to uh, getting messages from the divine was not could not happen right. and stuff like that and and so there was a point in time when i was looking for more because I think everybody, and and tell me if this is in your practice as well, is did you have people that come to you that say, you know, is this all there is to life? And why am I really here? Because I think everybody comes up with that combination of questions because they reach a point in their life when it's like, is this all there is? Good Lord, there's gotta be more than this. And why am I really here? What kind of an impact can I really make in the world?
2: Oh, yes, yes. I think so many people um, reach that point where they're asking that question. And do you know who asked me that question the other day? Who? <laughs> my, my eight-year-old son.
0: Oh, good for him. That means that That means that he's on the path. I was 40 when I asked that question.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's so interesting too, right? Because I feel like children, um, you know, really, really young children. They're still, um, I believe they're still very connected to the divine. And then he's starting to get older. He's starting to lose that. And then he's like, wait a minute, something's missing. It's just, <laughs> we're, just, we're just, we're just going to school. We're just, you know, we you know, all this stuff. And, and he loves school, but you know, he just, I think he's ready to tap into the bigger picture again.
0: Well, good for him. Good for him. And I hope you, I, well, I know you encourage him yeah. to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um well, because I, to finish my original thought, which was that when I was 40, I started to do a look at the more spiritual material and, and read some things. Well, I came across, have you ever read something and you go, yep, that's it. That's, that's it.
2: Yes.
0: And I, uh, and it was uh, Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And I highly recommend if you haven't read that book, please get it and read it. Because one of the things he says in there is that God said to him, we are all one. Mm -hmm. And just that phrase, it just say it brought tingles to me. It was like, of course we are. We're not separate. We're not. We're all together. And that's how we are going to fix this world is not individually, not division, hate and fear, but working together for the betterment of all, because we are all one
2: yes i agree 100 percent. and this is so cool kevin because i read that book years ago and i had coffee with a dear friend the other day and she brought that book up and i thought i need to read that again so here in your confirmation
0: i just bought it uh a month ago and <laughs> I have, have been reading it again because the wisdom in it is so profound um even though i i've met neil, neil donald walsh i've interviewed him uh several times um and he would by his own admission he would tell you i'm a flawed human being
2: well aren't we all
0: right (laughs) (laughs) exactly and and as a matter of fact he said in one of his interviews he said you know my son asked me one time he said maybe you ought to read your book that you wrote dad (laughs) because he's a human being and and we are all flawed and but we have to I think the difference for some folks is you can if you can laugh at your lack of perfection. Mm-hmm. So important. <laughs> it really is. So so. And by the way, I just really enjoy talking to you. You 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 would be a great counselor to work with.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That means the world to me. I I love I love being on your show. It's fantastic. You're, you're you are a fantastic intuitive interviewer.
0: Oh, thank you very much. You're I welcome. need to put that on my website.
2: <laughs> yes, you do. You do.
0: Because it, and it's, so, it's so great to be working with you, be working with Allison. And, you know, the one thing I want to make sure, and let's talk about Allison just a little bit, because one of the things that I do is I do the podcast and I do this radio show. I do 8 to 10 a week. I, I My day is full, filled with talking to people about great things. And... um what Allison, her group of people, so I've interviewed most of the speakers. I've got one more to go, I think. Most of the speakers that will be there on Behind the Power, which is October 19th through the 21st in Atlanta, Georgia, you can do it virtually, you can go there, you can stay in a four-star hotel and go swimming in the pool that's on the roof and and meet some of the most incredible people in the world, and I encourage you to do that. Go to allisonroberts.com and you can get all the information you need. Uh, to do that and but but uh, you guys every time I interview one of you now I don't know who's listening today because this is W is different but when I'm online and uh, everybody tunes in all the other coaches tune in because they want to be supportive of the person that I'm interviewing and they chime in and it becomes really is so you guys have become really like family to one another
2: yes we certainly have we are a very special tribe and i feel so blessed and incredibly blessed to work with allison and this community that she's built it's beautiful
0: and that community is growing and it is so needed today
2: yes yes it is it is she's uh, she brings so much light into this world and uh, yeah we definitely need that don't we (laughs) (laughs)
0: well in fact one of the one of the uh gals that i interviewed who is also now a coach and is also speaking at the event um she said before she met allison she spent 18 to 20 hours in bed watching tv every day Yeah. yeah because she was so depressed that she couldn't even get out of bed to go try and tackle life there are lots and lots of us that are in that same boat we might not be to that extent but if we're sleepwalking through work if we're just doing the basics at home if we're not living our lives authentically and purpose, purposefully with attitude and with passion then we're wasting our time at least that's my opinion what do you think
2: right well i i i, do, I think it's um it's just such uh It's such a shame to, to, you're right, wasting our time and also wasting our gifts because you're, you know, everyone has gifts. Everyone can help lift the planet higher, you know, to a higher frequency. And, And what's interesting is that, you know, in that example, how powerful our mind is that if it's on the wrong track it can keep us in bed for 20 hours a week but what allison does is help us understand the science of the brain and you can switch that around and then the power of your mind works for your good which is obviously what we want so you can use your gifts
0: because one of the aspects of life that we don't look at very much is our brain how it's wired how the chemical imbalances that there may be uh, the different aspects of it that are so important to good health. We don't yeah. look at it that way.
2: That's right. That's right. That's why it's so important. You know, like I was saying, we live so much from the head. That is important, and it's very important to understand how it works so it's not working against you and balancing that with dropping into your heart. And and Allison combines both.
0: And she she does it in a purposeful, meaningful way, and she doesn't take um no for an answer very often
2: <laughs> no she doesn't <laughs> she
0: she calls you out on your stuff
2: yeah she will tell you to it. You tell it to you straight and that is a guarantee
0: <laughs> but you know and sometimes we need that we need somebody to be totally honest and upfront with us so that we can make that decision because nobody's going to make it for us we we can make that decision to live our lives a little bit better
2: Yes, and she does it with so much love and so much humor, which makes it super fun.
0: Absolutely. It's a, it's a great program. And by the way, that's that's behind the power. Go there. Um you can go there. Now here's the one thing. Now we're in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. If you're worried because it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If you're worried the way they've got it set up is that you can um book the hotel because you're going to be in the hotel with everybody else. And if you buy a certain package, it's not very expensive when you consider the scope of it. Right. Um, you can you can uh, um, uh, book the hotel for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then leave on Saturday. So you fly in on Tuesday, and then you uh, get into your hotel and relax and enjoy your nice evening, and have a nice dinner, and maybe go swimming in the pool that's on the roof. I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh and then on Wednesday, it's nine to five, and Thursday is nine to five, and you get lots of speakers. And uh, if you, uh, then there's a cocktail party, you get coaching from Allison, you get coaching from the other folks. And then you have the same thing on Friday, and there's a formal dinner that you get to go to and be involved with that as well. So it's, it is a complete package, and it's not a lot of money when you look at the scope it. No, and
2: it's life-changing. If you can get there live, I highly, highly recommend you do it. It really will change your life.
0: Well, and the, and the one thing that I've said to all all the speakers, and they all concur with me, is that the most life-changing moments are going to happen not between 9 to 5, but between between five and midnight when people are in the hotel and you're all together and you get to meet some fabulous human beings and make connections that you wouldn't have made otherwise. And it can be a life changing moment.
2: Oh, yes. Yes. I'm so looking forward to that, all of it, especially that.
0: Well, and all of you are are just you're just good people. And it's it, well, you know, it's because you guys care and that's the kind of communities That we need to be building in this country, whether it's on Zoom or it's live in person, it doesn't matter. Um, We need to build a community where people actually care and support each other with who they are, not with who we think we should be.
2: Yes, yes. We celebrate each other coming out and being, you know, just our fullest, brightest light in this world. And uh, that's one of the biggest gifts from this community. And you're right on that. It's good, good people.
0: And they accept you warts and all.
2: Yes, they sure do. They celebrate when you show your warts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, good. Because <laughs> some of us have got really quite a few warts. Quite a few warts. So, but it's it's great fun. And I, I want to before we go, because we've got uh about five minutes left um before we go i want to give you an opportunity to talk to the audience that's listening today and those that will be listening when i turn this into a podcast and by the way you can go to positive and get all of that information about the show the podcast and all the things I, i've got 230 episodes up there and all that kind of stuff but i want to give you an opportunity to talk to all these people and to tell them whatever it is that you'd like them to know and i'll shut up
2: Oh, okay. Well, um, thank you so much for listening. And I just want to say, you know, even if you're in that place, and it's not that you have to be, you know, as low as I was, maybe you are, but maybe you're just, you know, your light is dimmed, you know, you have certain blessings in your life, but you're thinking, I'm not even appreciating them to the full extent, because I feel like I'm not living my authentic life. Or maybe you just have sort of a numb feeling, and you haven't. You feel like you're so busy, you can't take the time to tune in to what's really going on with you. Please, 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 give yourself the sense of urgency. Now is the time. Time is going by so fast, and you have gifts and you have joy that's just there for you to enjoy. And and there's some. If, if I would love to, you know, I give a free, you know, call, a consultation call to see if we're a good fit. But if it's not me, find someone because I don't think we're supposed to see our own blind spots. That's why I I still have my own coach. I love that. um, We help each other by by seeing our light when we when you know, we as individuals sometimes get blinded to it. So please give yourself that sense of urgency and, and take that chance on Yeah, it can get better.
0: And it will get better if you allow it to.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
0: And and you can do that. By the way, I just want to mention that I am perhaps the luckiest guy on the planet.
2: That's awesome
0: <laughs> because I get to I get to talk to some incredible people. Um, I do this do this a lot. I get to work with professionals like Benny and and Eric and and uh, Nathan. Um, it's just it's just remarkable, and I get to talk to people like you. And uh, will you come on? Can we do this again? This was just too much fun.
2: I would love to come back. Please, please let me do that. And you and Benny do a great job. And I've, why would I say no? Of course not. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, Benny's a professional. I'm just a rank amateur, but I do the best I can. Kevin, that's not true. <laughs> we need to work on your confidence there, little buddy. Come on. I, you know, that is you. Thank you, Benny. I've been I've been told that, as a matter of fact, I had a good friend that said, uh, you know, I like I love your show but I, I don't appreciate your depreciating sense of humor so stop putting yourself down because that's not appropriate because we all and she said we all love you and we love what you're doing so so stop yeah, it yes
2: yeah, so stop it <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a hold of you how do they do it
2: oh they can go to my website com. And they can email me through the site and my uh, there's a phone number there as well. They're welcome to text me or call if they'd like to do that.
0: And by the way, I just thought I'd throw out there, if you would like to work with me, if you'd like to join my little entourage of people that I have that are growing every every day um, to, to work to develop a positive program that can change the world. And I really honestly mean change the world you know one person at a time one conversation at a time give me a email at kevin at uh, kmmedia.pro that's kevin at kmmedia.pro and uh we can see if if there's something that you feel called to do within my little world so uh you can you can do that you know that's the first time i've ever done that uh since i've started the show so
2: wow that's awesome well, oh, thank you.
0: That's, an, that's amazing. <laughs> well, we have an amazingly good time. And by the way, we've been talking with Audra Zimple. Go to audrazimple.com and find out all about her. She really is enchanting. And she's been through the wars um, like we all have. And um, you're, doing, you're doing the splints off and you're doing really well. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you.
0: And I want to thank everybody for being here today. We'll be back on Wednesday and then again on Friday. Benny, thank you for being here. And Audra, thank you. And by the way, be kind to one another because each other's all we got. We'll see you Wednesday at four.